0: Welcome to the Life's a Blitz podcast with Rod and Kristen. You're listening to Episode 3, A Poetry and Verse Reading. Hey everybody, this is Rod and Kristen is going to be sitting this podcast out. I am here with two of my favorite writers and friends. First of all, David Voorhees. Follow him at Author Horror. David, how are things going?
1: they're going real good how are you doing today
0: i'm doing i'm doing great and uh joining us is john brown you can find him at jb underscore w w f g d we won't go into all what that stands for but john <laughs> <laughs> how's it going john Rod, what's happening man thanks for having mm-hmm. me on brother yeah i've been looking forward to this um you know we we talked about this uh a while back, before this um, before this podcast was even in existence, you know, we wanted to do something like this. So, um, I don't I don't know if anybody else does this, and just an idea, just you know, um, just kind of a fun thing. So, so um, let's kick it off. We're just we're gonna we're gonna read some of our work and just kind of have a little discussion and just kind of put it out there and um, you know, hope, hopefully, people enjoy it. So, so John, you have not really volunteered, but you drew the uh, short straw. So we're gonna let you go first.
2: I was I was voluntold. I was voluntold that I was reading. You were. Um, all right. I uh, got yeah. And then as uh, you know, I've told you guys kind of like uh, you know uh, off the air is is uh, I kind of messed around with a lot of different ideas. I'd actually written like three or four different things, and I kept changing my mind because um, I just wasn't sure where i kind of wanted to be what kind of energy you know something short something long you know that whole thing and you, you know you just get into overthinking and finally i just kind of i, I kind of went back and revisited some of the stuff and i kind of picked one out um <clears throat> uh this one is called as long as i breathe um <clears throat> i can't right off the top of my head i'm not really sure where the inspiration come i'll have to maybe as i get towards the end of it i'll it'll kind of come back to me but um uh so this is called as long as i breathe i get lost in the choices i get lost in deciding it seems so much easier when i'm running away and hiding i tend to think to the future and yet stay stuck in my past when the only thing that matters in this moment and the happiness that lasts to live my life in gratitude to be at one with the here and now but the darkness of society eats at my soul so i often wonder how to cross into the light and burn bright for everyone to be a guiding spirit and to cast out a warmth like the sun, to exist in joyful balance and always wear a smile, let nothing break me down even with bloody feet mile after mile, to live fully from within the burning desire to stay driven, to just stay the course and thrive with the life that I've been given, working hard each and every day to be better than the one before as I chase happiness to the horizon and then stand upon the shore, bathed in eternal warmth, perfect ocean, orange sunset, knowing that as long as I breathe, this journey is not done yet.
1: Wow.
0: Very nice. Wonderful.
1: Thank you. Well, I, you know, I'll, I'll start on this one. I mean, the first couple of stanzas really, I can relate to because I constantly think about the mistakes I've made in my past and how I live, but then I also constantly daydream about the future, what it could possibly hold for me. So, I I do understand, I I am there, so you still got that hope for the future, while you're still thinking about the past, almost, let's say almost, in my case, I should say, dragging me back, trying to weigh me down. You know, self-doubt comes from the experiences in your past which may prevent you from or try to prevent you from succeeding in the future that's how i took it
0: yeah and i'll just say john i like how you you always uh, find a way to to find um a a way to look at you know at growth and Mm -hmm. and uh you know kind of it, to me, I kind of, I kind of see when you, when you write that you, even when you're talking about um, anything negative or struggles, you kind of, it comes across that you want to grow from everything that you've been through. Um, and, you know, and I think you're kind of almost telling people, kind of trying to teach people that that's what they should do. Um, I, I think, uh, I think another another part that I always like about your work is the is the use of of uh, the water and the ocean mm-hmm. and the sun. Um, you know, and, and they're not always in there, just at face value.
2: yeah, um, it, It's funny too, because I, I occasionally will go back and read the variants of, of my writing and my writing tends to be, very reflective of who I am and where I'm at in life. And I think that's kind of evident in in some aspects. And sure, I may use, I think I use, you know, obviously, like to to what you referenced, there's the symbolism aspect of it. Um, But if you go back, for example, you know, 14, 15 years ago, right as I lost my brother, for example, there was a level of emptiness that I was dealing with I was struggling with a lot of different things in my life at that point in time so so my the poetry that I was writing at that point in time had a level of darkness to it that a lot of people would look at it and go um should we get this guy a therapist (laughs) you know (laughs) that kind of thing and 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 so but my writing has always just been kind of a reflection of who I am and where I'm at at that point in my life um You know, I lost my dad in 2014, and I have stuff that I've written about that. Um, I've written about basically everybody in my family and losing them. Um, And so it's been kind of this soul-searching journey in the wake of losing these people in my life and trying to not just process how those things impacted me, but as I went forward in life, what are these things that I'm learning um, what can I continue to learn? Where is this journey taking me? Um, and so those are those are the things that I that I kind of, um, especially in the in in my recent past, uh, the last couple years, I, I really started digging into my my distant past of of my childhood and trying to understand greater things, greater impact. Um, mm-hmm. And then the last six, seven months, as I really started kind of going, okay, how can I just become a better person? Not just for myself, but for my wife, for my friends, for my family. How can I cast a greater light into the world? Um, can that push me towards goals? Can I get to, the, you know, where I want to be? You know, and it's discovering, and and even then, okay, where do I want to be? What's the discovery that comes with that? And 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 it's and it's that path that you're that you're on. How does the decision that I make today impact tomorrow um so <clears throat> when i you know when i look at kind of um like this you know when you look at the, you know like david referenced the first stanzas you know get it get lost in the choices get lost in deciding you know i, I tend to overthink so, you know, I overanalyze, I, you know, you know, but you start to understand that living is taking risks, it's putting yourself out there and taking chances and, and getting out of your comfort zone, what am I made of? What, you know, what can I endure? How strong can I be? What can I go through? Um, wh- what excites me? What fulfills me? What's the passion that drives me? Um, and, and, and so, It's being present, it's being in the here and now and being aware and being so in tune to your surrounding and loving life in the here and now and having gratitude, but it's also understanding the implications and how the things that happened in your past and the decisions and choices that you made have made you who you are, or even the things that you didn't decide Maybe something happened to you but you chose how to react. You chose how to grow from that. You chose how to, you know, you survived it through the choices and decisions that you made. And then how do the things in the here and now impact you going forward? Um, And and so, and and Rod, you've kind of picked up on, and I do there, I, I mean, I have a lot of poetry that specifically is about the water. I actually wrote a poem last night specifically about surfing and that was almost what I read today, but I uh-huh. changed I changed my mind. I kind of circled back. And but for me, I, I think that the, the, you picked up on it. Um I am so in tune to nature. That's where I feel the most connected. When I'm out at the ocean, when I'm standing at the shore and 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 Mother Ocean is she's staring me in the face and winking at me and giving me that smile, that's when I feel my sense of fulfillment. And there's a level of joy and passion that is just, you know, that's what you get from nature. Whether, you know, for everybody it's different. You may be standing on a mountaintop, you may be staring into the Grand Canyon or whatever it is. But I've long told people that specifically the ocean, but you know, nature, that's my church, that's my place of worship. And so that reflects a lot of times in the stories that I tell or the emotions that I express. So um, it, it, my older writing didn't tend to be that way, but as I've evolved, not only in my writing, but as a person and started to understand how I, f- how I feel in those moments, it became a greater expression of, of who I am. Um, I think that's more of an accurate reflection of who I am as opposed to literally trying to say, hey, here, I'm John Brown. This is how I feel. It's more the visual imagery that tells the story um, that I think people can relate to, the warmth, the sun, the ocean, being bathed and in in, 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 in giving into that. I, I think there's a greater expression in the imagery. So that's kind of just how I've, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's more the evolution of writing, um, but And i appreciate your guys's comments thank you so much
0: sure so so here's a here's a question for you john and this is getting a little bit away from just the poem you read and everything but i think it's pertinent because of the poem that you that you did read how much does how much has has uh the growth and learning from your past How much of that has come just from life and how much of that has come from the writing that you have done
2: wow that's i I think that's a phenomenal question um i i I think when so let's I'll, i'll go with the first the first halves initially so when you look at me personally with my life and everything i've been through i've been through a lot of loss um and, and that shapes you. Um, for some people, it may harden you. For some people, it may make you sensitive. For some people, it may desensitize you. And just kind of, you, 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 some people, it confuses you. And I think I've experienced all those emotions and feelings. And I think when you're in it, it's hard to see what's going on. You're just like, OK, this is my existence. And for me, for a long time in my life, I kind of took a lot of that for granted. I was pretty out of touch when I lost a lot of people because it just became the norm. I just started going, hmm, okay, there goes another one. And and that's that's kind of an empty way to feel. You know, it, it feels like I should be, you know, when my dad lost, I should have been sobbing at his bedside, but I wasn't. Um, I, I was I was sad, yes. But I mean it's and so you start to question, you know, okay, where am I where am I at and why am I like this? So then you start to analyze, you know, you maybe dig into your past, okay, what has gotten me to this point? then when you start writing you start going okay you start writing and the next thing your thoughts you know as your thoughts start coming to your forefront and and you and the, your emotions start coming to the forefront and then you start going okay and in a picture starts to paint itself sometimes and you start to be a little bit more in tune with either old feelings and old emotions but also how they relate to the here and now and 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 that evolution of the, that is where you're at. And over the last, I'd say the last three, God, what, what year is this? 2022. Okay, so the last three, three <laughs> years, um, you know, the last three or four years, I really started digging into my past. I started digging into under, trying to understand why I am and who I am and things like that. And a lot of emotional stuff just came pouring out of me. And and even more so, you, you know, as I continued to dig deeper and deeper and deeper, and even just m- the most recent stuff I've written, um, and some of which I shared, uh, if you go back to when I said I, and I kind of challenged everybody, and I said, write a poem about, about who you are. And it didn't necessarily have to be a poem, but it was just, I was just kind of asking people to look at who they are, whether that was literal, whether that was on the internal aspect. And I wrote that poem, and I wrote a series about, you know, kind of like three poems that were kind of interrelated. And my wife said to me, this is probably the rawest stuff, deepest and most personal stuff I think I've seen you write.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so I, I think those things kind of go hand in hand. You have to kind of look at where you're at, what your life experience is, and how you've evolved to a certain point. But writing also helps that, at least it does for me. And the more I write, the more I get a greater realization. You start getting a lot of these light bulb moments of, Oh yeah, I get it now. Aha. And that creates greater clarity. Um, you know, maybe some of the poetry becomes more emotional. Um, some of it, it may become freeing. It, it, it may open you up to where you're like, Oh man, I can finally get this out of my system. Whether that's, whether that's the ad, you know, the, the, the anger, the sadness, um, the heartbreak or maybe it's just this overwhelming sense of joy and happiness and fulfillment that you've been struggling to capture and put into words. But now all of a sudden it just comes out. Um, and so I think when you put all of that together, I know that's a pretty long answer, but um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I think that's, it, it's kind of some, sometimes I know this is going to sound funny, given this is a podcast about writing. Sometimes it's hard to put stuff into words, but I think the farther you dig, I think that's, it kind of, it, kinda, it all, a lot of, some of this stuff really literally starts to write itself.
0: True,
1: true. I mean, everything you said shows up in your work, too. I mean, it really does. Every time I read your stuff, even if it starts out negative, it ends positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've got this in all the conversations, mean you've had and everything. You have what I like to call a contagious positivity. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yes. Uh,
1: and it that's just, that's it, a it, new
2: one. Uh, I'm going to tell to my wife and watch her laugh.
1: <laughs> it comes out, though. It, it does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, every time I see somebody go on Twitter and they put some kind of sad thing up there, you're right there telling them no, you know, and you're lifting them up. I'm trying you know, so,
2: Well, and you guys, but I mean, you guys also kind of. If you go back, this is my I don't know my 47th time on Twitter. I delete my account every other week, but you know, as I continue to circle back to Twitter, this time around, I, I, I literally, I literally created this account on Christmas Day, and I wished everybody a Merry Christmas. And my whole thing was is I'm going to put a lot of effort into making this a positive thing, a positive experience, right. filter out the negative, you know, and that's not turning yeah. a blind eye to what's going on in the world, but yeah. I mean, but filter out the negative and just try to spread some level of light. And So, so I, I mean, literally every day, first thing in the morning is try to, I try to put a, a positive uplifting quote and then just say mm-hmm. good morning to people and just try to, and just try to encourage that. I mean, the world is a dark place on its own. And 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 there's that there's that proverbial you know be you know be, be you know be the light that you want to see be the change that you want to see in the world be the goodness be the hope and you can give all those things away for free and never run out it's it's a bottomless well uh, and so that's just kind of where I've 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 it's part of my evolution at this point in time and I I I, I mean I'm humbled I appreciate your guys' comments you guys <laughs> always say amazing things so you know I'm humbled thank you i mean, you know yeah.
1: Well, I mean, even in your photography, it comes out. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So, go ahead, Rob. Sorry. (laughs) That's all right.
0: Um, On to number two. All right. So, uh, so I'm going second. And uh, before I go, I want to mention, we're going to, we're going to do a giveaway through, uh, through at Poetry Magnet app. And um, a little later in the show, I'll, we'll just we're going to pick a number between one one and ten guys and people can dm me that n- number um to the to the podcast um twitter account and we'll just we'll pick a winner and the winner's going to get a 90-day uh membership to uh poetry magnet app so we'll give that number out a little bit later so that's a
2: fun app that's a fun app to play with by the way.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. It's really cool. Um, I know that because John's been using it. I haven't used <laughs> it yet. Um, but, but John has been using it and, uh, nice people there. And, yep. um, yep. yeah, so definitely check it out and, uh, don't forget to send us a DM. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll pick a number out later. So, okay guys, I am, I'm going to read a poem called inspiration and i think i did the same thing john did you know i wrote this like a week ago and i started three i started three or four other poems i finished some of them in the meantime you know thinking man i because i reread this poem and i'm like I, I can do something better than this because you start thinking well this really isn't that good the more times you read it because you're very critical of yourself i started going through old poetry and i'm thinking man have i never written anything good um
1: <laughs> I still say that
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so um so everybody kind of gets hard on on themselves I think but uh, hopefully people will enjoy this um you know it's it's about seeking it it's really about the duality of inspiration it's about seeking inspiration in your writing you know a reason or something to write about but it's also about being an inspiration to people so um i usually when i when i write i usually find uh you know try to find a little extra meaning somewhere um my you know i think i think what john was saying i i think that um i really feel like i'm at my best when i'm writing with emotion okay but the stuff that i've written like um from you know from when my mom and my dad passed away uh, I, I, I don't want to read that. That's, you know, that's not going to be real uplifting for anybody right now. Um, I've got a poem I wrote for my, my parents' 50th wedding anniversary out there. And I'll be honest, guys, nobody, nobody's ever read that poem straight through without crying. So I wasn't going to read that tonight. Um, so this is it. (laughs) So it's called Inspiration and it, it goes like this. Seeking inspiration at every turn, something to write, a lesson to learn. A soft reply, a lyric heard, a dream recalled, a puzzling word. Accepting a role, but not quite done. Striving to grow, the work's just begun. A good book, a wise friend, never stopping until the end. Seeing good when it's hard to find, always keeping others in mind being a student throughout this walk, always learning, letting our words talk. The victory is not in looking down, winning is having good people around. It's learning and sharing thoughts and dreams, inspiring and living, that's what it means. Some of us do this with stories and verse. With inspiration, we remain diverse. It may seem small, but it's our part now find yours inspire it's time to start inspire your children neighbors and friends work hard love and teach until the end writing is just one way to inspire we all have abilities to admire let your fire ignite the land a revolution is at hand grab your weapon of choice the pen Your actions or your voice. Lead others to greatness by example. Your talents are more than ample. When we inspire and show compassion, there is no question of our own passion. Work with the fire so others can see. You'll pass on the passion ultimately. We write the words we feel in our heart. Now do your best to do your part.
1: Bravo. Thank you. I'm and, processing. Um, <laughs> John could take a minute.
2: No, it's funny too, Yeah, it, it was, it, it, as you were reading Rod, I'm, I'm like listening to you continue to read, but my brain was also going, okay, hold on to this, <laughs> hold on to this piece right here. And it, I think- so
0: you know it's so a little different a piece that
2: you re- yeah i'm trying to remember yeah, a piece it's that you're different referenced.
0: when you don't have it in front of you yeah yeah that's but, harder um, um and i kind of had that with yours john i was trying to remember remember and get the whole yeah. picture
2: and you know and after i thought about it i was like damn it i should have sent this ahead of time so you guys would be able to see it as we're reading it and that would have been a, a good process i didn't think about it but um yeah. I, I i'm actually i mean i was even googling words that as you were reading that, you, as you were running, and you would, and you would, and you would say something. I'm like, well, oh, I like that." Hold on, and I'm, and I'm, but you know, and a good, in a good, um, one thing that you mentioned that, and it stuck out with me throughout the entire reading was you use the word striving.
1: Yeah.
2: And yeah. And and it's funny because um, there's so many it, when when you look at it and when you get in when you start, and I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm notorious for. Trying to find a word that works for what I want, and so I'm like googling the rhyme, ri- you know, things that rhyme.
1: Oh, rhyme and, zone. And,
2: and yep, yep, and 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 so just burning
0: rhyme zone up,
2: yeah. yeah. Yeah, and 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 then it becomes a case of okay, well, I can't find a word that makes it work. So then it becomes a case of okay, what words can I mash together in syllables and things like that? But so you're oh. using striving, and I'm like, that's a word that's great, and I've forgotten about it and so you'd used it and then i looked at it and i was like okay i really love the the definition you know make great efforts yeah. to achieve or a- obtain something you know and then i went wait a minute then you get into thriving and then you get into feeling alive and all of these things started to kind of come to mind and I, and I, and i'm continuing to listen to you read and you mentioned being a student of life and and i was just said uh, okay this there's there's a lot to take away as i continue to listen to what you were reading and, and process the overall meaning um, of how, of the, of the underlying story. And and for me, there was like, it, it's both, I know this is going to sound odd. It's both literal and meaning you can take it at surface, at its at surface value. And, and it in a, but at the same point in time, you can go through and pull out. The symbolic aspects and, and kind of twist it to have almost a duality of meaning, um, and, and that was kind of where I where I was kind of how my brain was processing it, and and I thought it was interesting in that sense, as 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 the not not, not so much the story, but how it kind of came as it continued to flow through um, the the theme of of where you were going with, um, you know. The the topic, and so I really liked the you know and of course I, you know it it's got it's got hope it's got you know I mean, it's got inspiration it's got motivation it's got it's got a a message that has been kind of for me very relevant in, in recent months. Um, and so it's, it, I, it's, it it feels, I feel connected to the subject matter in that sense. So, yeah, I like, I like the, the uplift. I like the, the empowerment, um, that, that it holds.
0: Thank you.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to piggyback on John on that one. It, it, it inspires you at the same time Telling you to inspire others. Yep. Uh So you know, I've never would never considered when I first started writing and sharing it with everybody that I would ever inspire anybody to write. The fact that I have, and I've been told that I have, it just amazes me that I've actually connected with somebody. And that's almost as good as or actually better of a feeling than you know, writing myself to a certain degree. Um, but yeah, it, it's searching for inspiration, you're always trying, to, it seems like you're always trying to find the next story. And at the same time, trying to inspire somebody else to write their story. It, it, yeah. <laughs>
2: and, well, and I, you know, and I, I think to that point, David, I, I, and I, I agree with how you mentioned it. it, you know, it inspires, but it also encourages you to inspire others. Right. And I think and, and I think there, for example, um, you know, so you're, so you're out there and you're, you're writing something and all of a sudden you write this and, mm-hmm. and, and, and of course, we tag other people and we share with, with people online and things like that. But then other people go, oh, wow, I used to write Pam, you know, Pam, yeah. she, you know, hey, I used to write. And all of a sudden she starts digging back into her writing or yep. there's other people that have started, you know sharing different things that, that they've done online and, and, and it just continues to grow. And not only that, but it's, it's when you get the, the encouragement, when you get the feedback and, yeah. and you know, I, I think there's, when you start to see that we all have some level of, you know, and until like Rod, you know, he referenced, we all have, whether that's, whether it's you know writing, whether it's our, our voice, whether it's our, whether it's singing, talking, motivational speaking, whatever it is, that gift that we have that not only helps us help others but to to share something with the world that encourages people to share their own gift it, it's like it's like planting a seed of hope mm-hmm and, and, and it just encourages others to do the same. And, and I know in some cases, like when I wrote mine and I asked other people to get involved, sure, that pushes people out of their comfort zone. And then, but Mm -hmm. some other, you know, but then people, but then people started doing it, you know, a lot of people started doing it and I've started to see a change in people's energy. And I started Mm -hmm. to see an uplift in that sense. And so that, I think that's the beauty of it. I think that's the beauty of it. And, and Dave, even in, 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 and even in your aspect, and I, I know you, you are very self-deprecating in that sense, oh, and yeah. you, you, and you, uh, you huh. I think you sell yourself short as, as, as an artist, as a writer, um, because you do impact people, and that's what good art does, and I know I've told you that before, Yeah. Um, but w- we see that amongst, uh, of how, you know, you or Rod or whoever, you know, we're, as we impact others, and I think that's the, I think that's the beauty of it. That's the, you know, and, and as we build this core community, there's a pretty close knit group, but then it's even starting to grow. Mm -hmm. We can even see it growing. And I, and I think that's, uh, and I think that's the, I think there's a, um, what's the word I'm looking for. I wouldn't say unique, but there's, there's a special kind of energy there that exists in that aspect of, of, you know, sharing within the community and encouraging others to do the same and 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 we can see it growing you can see the impacts that's the that's that's what i'm looking for when you yeah. when you see the impact not so much the feedback on us but the impact of how other people then start doing the same right that's 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 what that's that makes it fun to witness
1: it does i agree uh well like i was getting ready i was thinking about the um my story of the widower and how that that actually did affect quite a few people. Um, that was a story that, like I told you, I wrote in like 15 minutes, but it really people talked. And then that inspired me to want to write more stories like that. I don't know if I ever will, but it inspires me to continue to write more and more.
2: In looking at, you you know, your approach to writing, you write more in a, you know, I guess for lack of a better, like a novella style of, of short stories or even a collection of short stories and things like that. But it's funny because I look at Rod, for example, for as long as I've talked to Rod and known Rod and Rod and I have had a lot of offline conversations, both about life and about different stuff. But mm-hmm. Rod and uh, you know, Rod and I our conversations have always been either some form of sharing poetry or things like that. And then all of a sudden as you got involved in the game, David, in terms of your writing and sharing your stories, now all of a sudden Rod's going, "Hey, I wrote a short story." And I kind of <laughs> almost I'm like, "Okay, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, okay, is David is David kind of rubbing off on Rod here that he, all of a sudden work I'm starting to get some short stories hey, well, out of
0: Rod?" <laughs> it's kind of funny because I had done some short stories and I think it probably is because of David that I got back into it. I, I had two or I had um, two or three written and but I've written two or three more because probably because of, you know, um, probably because of his presence. I, I would I would say it's probably true.
1: Uh, I, I bounce back in between the uh, short story. I love the short story format. You just get in. It's this little moment of time and then you get back out it's it's almost like a poem in a sense cuz poems usually aren't very long although i'd have wrote some poetry <laughs> but yeah this the fact that you guys are or you're writing and who knows john maybe someday you'll write a short story for us all <laughs> i've
2: i've written um i i've written you know if i go and i, I think i've told you guys this before but i went to college for for film and theater, um, you know, and back in the you know back in the day, I you know I wrote probably three or four screenplays. Um, I've written song lyrics. I've had a couple, you know, I've had one set of lyrics turned into songs and things like that. And other than you know, I I, I come up with story ideas, and it's not that I'm lazy. <laughs> it's it's when I look at the level of effort that goes into writing something that is going to be pages upon pages upon pages, and I'm just like, man. That's just a lot of effort, and I don't know if I'm ready to go down that path. (laughs) You know, there's a time commitment there, and I'm just like, uh, you know. But I mean, I, 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 my, my ideas tend to be, I, you know, my ideas tend to be endless. And of course, being Mm -hmm. a guy that's a child of the '70s and the '80s with science fiction, and you know, being a guy that was impacted by Star Wars and Raiders of the Lost Ark (laughs) and John Carpenter and all that kind of craziness, I've always been able to come creatively come up with stuff. But it's just, it's never, you know, it's I've never really realized it or brought it to life so to speak
1: yeah. well, we grew up in an era where video games was an infancy yep so we uh-huh. had to basically create our own stories when we were kids you know we had the action figures and we would create our own stories with them you know we we do live action role playing larping is what they call it nowadays but we <laughs> did it as kids you know just going out and playing with our friends and create our own storylines.
2: Modern true. modern kids modern kids don't even know what outside is.
1: No, <laughs> they think it's digitally created.
2: Uh, virtual reality.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it, yeah. So, like I said, our imaginations were honed and fed. You know, we come home from school or whatever, we get to watch TV for like an hour, then it's out the door, get get gone.
2: Yeah, you don't I mean want to see
1: it till dinner time.
2: And 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 not only that, if you think about it in the level, I mean, that was the well, I, I shouldn't say it was the early years of comics, because I mean comics have been around since the forties, but it the comic book universe really started to just it went down so many different paths in terms of D C and Marvel and things like that. Mm-hmm. So we just had such a level of of influence that came from so many different mediums um, that allowed to you know to it allowed your mind to you know it it planted these these seeds of of Mm -hmm. of spark and interest and and you even hear a lot of the modern whether it's filmmakers or authors or whoever reference a lot of the stuff that we're kind of referring to and how it impacted their level of creativity and things like that so it's funny because of when I look at my you know, writing, for example, or if I look at Rod's writing, or if I look at your writing, I sit there and go, OK, who can I relate this to? Or how do I find a level of connectivity? And like in David, yours is I mean, the only person that comes to mind is Edgar Allan Poe, who happens to be one of my favorite authors. But right. but then I look at my writing and go, OK, I'm a big Shakespeare fan, but I also love Arthur Conan Doyle, Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. And then I just start continuing to 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 branch out into further levels. But I've never looked at poetry and said, okay, you no, know, how do how does that you know how does that impact my writing? And I, and I never looked at myself as being influenced in that sense. And I certainly don't look at film, TV, theater, or any of that kind of stuff and say that's impacted how I write either. And so it's interesting to see how because um, we're all about the same age and of that same era, mm-hmm. and yet we all write of different styles and influence and and you know so i think it's interesting to and i think that has to do to some to what rod referenced earlier about life experience what have you yeah. been through? you know what what were you nurtured with what did your parents encourage you know all of that kind of stuff and there's it's so it's really interesting to see how a lot of that brings um the artistic creativity for each individual to the surface
0: yeah yeah you can tell me off air who's who. uh who my writing reminds you of, John. I'm,
2: I've, I've been trying to, I've been trying to, I, I've been trying to. Probably and nobody's.
0: It, no. I, and,
2: and that's the thing. The funny thing is, is because you write in such a manner that has such a, it, it's got a uniqueness. And, and, it's got a uniqueness in it, in the sense of, it reminds me of, for lack of a better term, that 40s and 50s era of the. Not so much the Beatnik poet style, but it's it reminds me of the you know the Jack Kerouac era of writing um, mm-hmm. in terms of the way that they would tell a story and in, in word phrasing and stuff like that and and it's it's not the same, but it just it has for me that same kind of 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 calming energy that's that's mm-hmm. kind of like it's 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 okay. got a very it's got a very laid back easy going energy to it um and and i know this is going to sound ridiculous and maybe it's just because i watched so i married an Axe murderer last week but it's <laughs> it's it, it just it's very riff, it's very reminiscent of the whole michael myers beatnik point
0: I, I remember yeah
2: that's
0: <laughs> uh, well, fine my um Kristen tells me that i that i write like i have an old soul that's what uh, she has told I, I, me
2: i could see that and and i and i wonder if that comes from the fact that it's you know, maybe word phrasing, maybe it's terminology, maybe it's, you know, it, it's kind of funny because if you look at the modern era of music lyrics or or rap lyrics, and people really started to create their own language, people started, you know, and and that became yeah. how yeah. lyrics started to evolve, and people started creating their own words, yeah. uh, you know, just right. things like that. And but I mean, so and I know, never
0: bought into the, any of that.
2: And and you write and like I said you write in a very traditional <laughs> sense and I don't yeah, know if compa- I, I don't know yeah. if I, I don't know if comparing you to Jack Kerouac or or those types of writers is, co- is saying you have an old soul it's just there's a level of familiar energy that comes from that you know Ralph Waldo Emerson or you know you know and some of those 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 you know those people of that 30s 40s era of that's kind of what some of it tends to be reminiscent of me uh, you know or to, to, that's what it reminds me of. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, you, you 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 definitely have like a, I don't want like a Bob Newhart vibe. vibe. <laughs> Bob Newhart. Bob, Bob, did he write poetry? <laughs> well, no, but I mean just like the way he hand, way he uh, presents himself. He's kind it's kind of laid back and it's well, not real, it's not real forceful, but it's laid back and like opening, like you know what I'm yeah. saying.
0: <laughs> If I had a punchline, I would, I would, uh, I would, uh, I would, uh, I would uh, 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 throw it out. There you there. go. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, googling, I'm googling Bob Newhart gifts right now. Anyways, yeah, I'll take Bob Newhart as a compliment. I think he, I,
1: he know. was, he was a highly successful.
0: <laughs> yeah, funny too. Yeah, hilarious, and in his own special way. Exactly. Definitely. So, um, yeah, I think we're, uh, I think we're ready for you, David. If you are,
1: let's do this. Mine will be All a right. little bit lighter, but darker at the same time. Okay. <laughs> now uh, I'll give you a little preface on this. I have been thinking about writing a new ghost story and i wanted it to be set around a legend so some of the best legends are told in verse the legend of sleepy hollow the legend of cassidy clay if you read my first book little self promo there (laughs) nothing wrong with that shameless plug shameless plug that's right um but So I was kind of thinking about this, and I've heard, we all know that um, old poem, The Crooked Man. There once was a crooked man who walked a crooked mile. So I wanted to give my own little take on it. So here it goes. There once was a crooked man who walked a crooked mile. He had a crooked knife and had a crooked smile. He cut a crooked line with his crooked knife. He gave that crooked smile when he took a person's life. Covered in blood, he was hung from a crooked tree. The townspeople got together and ended his crooked murder spree. The tree still stands to this day next to a crooked mile, and if you're near late at night, the last thing you will see is his crooked smile. So that's it. And that is going to be part of a longer ghost story. Now
2: that's now that's interesting because I know a little yeah. I know a little bit of a secret here and, and I'm not I don't want to spill too much of it but <laughs> I know somebody else that's writing a story that involves poetry um so and yeah and, yeah. and, and I would and and David I actually referenced that individual earlier when I said you'd been writing stories and you had influence somebody else that all of a sudden had started writing mm-hmm. short stories so people can draw from that what they will right um, but uh, <clears throat> no it's it's there's now there's there's something interesting in, in the the poem that you just shared. And it's funny because for some people, and again, it's, it's all subjective. We all have okay. a level of personal preference and, and I know, and, and, and I, and this isn't me, and I'll get to my piece in a second, but I know somebody out there is going to go, oh, wow, that's redundant. But mm-hmm. to me, I look at that and go, I like that. And the reason being is because <clears throat> the repetitiveness of crooked is 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 it's impactful. It it draws it draws you into the the, the uniqueness of the fact that everything is crooked. Nothing mm-hmm. is a straight line. Nothing is point a to point B. Um, so there's a lot of different ways that you can interpret that, but the the repetitive use of crooked carries, um, I guess you could say for lack of a better term, positive weight when you read that <laughs> poem and you get to the end. and 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 I, and i I really like the repetitive the repetitive use of the same word because now and here's what I'm getting at. me, I would have been the dude who's like Googling, okay, synonyms for crooked, (laughs) you know, which word, which word could I use to Mm. replace crooked in every, in every line. And when you do that, that almost changes the meaning. It changes the feel of the poem. It changes how the story flows. It changes the energy. And so, you know, words are important. Word usage is important. How it's applied is important. And I really like that, that, the, the the way that that flows in that aspect and and how you you brought that together.
0: And I like the way that John put a positive spin <laughs> <What> a <guy laughs> on,
1: on your palm. Yeah, a contagious positivity,
0: poem. Yeah, but yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna because um, John made a lot of great points there, but you know I think it um, it kind of draws attention to crooked and what the word crooked really means too and you know how how evil a word crooked can be
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is, maybe is what you were going for so it is um, to a degree yeah yeah so so, yeah. And, so and, yeah
2: and if you circle all the way back in the in the big picture we live in a crooked world everybody has everybody has the skele- everybody has their skeletons in their closet everybody has some level of crookedness to them you know nothing in this as you know nothing in this world in which we exist is perfect in that sense therefore it's all crooked and oh, yeah. you know, and therefore everything is not as it seems and so yeah it, it's and, and when and that's the beauty of it your poem is short concise and yet when you start to dissect it you can go so many places with it, <laughs>
0: yeah, and that's the beauty,
2: And that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of, of uh, you know, of interpretation. Of, um, you know, yeah, that, that uh, that's that's awesome. And 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 in that sense, your poem is different from Rod's, which is different from mine. And so to to bring three people together who regularly interact. And maybe I can look at how Rod influences me or David, you know, there's stuff that you, have and I know you may not see this. There are things that you have done that influence what I may think in a certain instance about stuff. And so the funny thing is to have your influence on me between the two of you. And as much as we regularly interact and share each other's work, we all presented three entirely different pieces of you know life outlook or or however you want to say it and so right and, yeah
0: and- yeah that's a cool thing and, and we we did not um, say what we were gonna read you know until we got together so i mean we we passed pieces back and forth a little bit but we didn't know what we were gonna do until we <laughs> until we um <laughs> actually sat down here to to record so so definitely very cool very cool oh
1: So it happens well, when we do that, we get the instant reactions, the real live reactions to it.
0: That's right. That's right. So, Uh um, so I'm going to let one of you guys pick a number between one and ten. Either one of you guys throw a number out to me.
1: Well, do we really want to say it? Because anybody listening to it will know the answer.
0: Well, we're recording now, so I'm going to put it out. And then they'll when they hear it, they, they can DM. So, yeah. 14. 1 through 10?
2: <laughs> I'm just making sure you guys are paying
1: attention. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you made me do some new math stuff on me here. We'll
0: just we'll go with 14, guys. Okay. We'll go 14. <laughs> I was kidding, but, hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the number is 14. So, so in order to, to enter to win the the uh, at Poetry Magnet app, just uh, send a DM to to um, to the and I I'll be honest, guys, I have to look this up, but it's to the Twitter account for for, the, for this podcast, and uh, we will pick a winner.
2: Can I enter the contest?
0: everybody can enter the
2: contest (laughs) i I actually i actually bought the as soon as i signed up i actually bought the lifetime um and 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 like and rod you said you referenced it too uh the person that whoever runs their twitter accounts very nice um i've had a couple of conversations with them i even went back and said hey what about have you thought about this you know what about some of these types of things and so they've been very open to suggestion um so yeah uh, uh, uh good people and they've actually shared some of my stuff when I don't, you know, I don't remember exactly what they shared. And so they're they are they are engaged. Uh, they do like to engage with people just on a regular sense, not just push their app. So right. yeah,
0: um, very nice. Very nice. I think yeah.
1: The, the person who runs the Twitter accounts, the guy who created the account in it? Yeah, I think
0: so. I believe so. Yeah. 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 So, so send just send a DM to to at Life's So blitz pod one, and um, give me that number 14. And you'll be honored. It's a win, and and uh, best of luck to everybody. Dang so, it.
2: I, now uh, that I think about it, Rod, I should have read your birthday poem. Damn it. <laughs> happy, happy belated. I've, that I was mean, I,
0: good. It was yeah. short.
2: I, I wish, I and mean, granted, I know I wished you a happy birthday on your birthday, but uh, so you can hear from me, happy happy belated. I hope uh, you have Happy
0: belated. Experience. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I, th- what, I forget. What was the name you called me in that poem? Oh, you, you just said odd. I was odd, which is not a bad thing.
2: Well, no, but here's the thing. Again, I mean, you know, it's, 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 I'm trying to, okay, I'm like, what could, what rhymes with rod that is descriptive?
0: Um, I'm like, so, you
2: know, uh, and so I was like, how do I make this work? Uh, and I was
0: like, yeah. It's, a, It's yeah, odd is not a bad thing. Um,
2: hour, hours went into writing that, by the way.
0: <laughs> I could tell by the, what was it, four lines? Five. Life. It
2: was basically one that of
0: overthinking problem.
2: It, it was basically one of those limericks, you know. there once yeah. was with and rod.
0: You almost could have gone haiku with it, John, but
1: <laughs> you just <laughs> described you all my year. poetry.
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> it was good. So, so all right, everybody can follow you guys. Uh, follow David at at author horror. Follow John at jb underscore wwfgb, <laughs> and follow me at clearodb And uh, you guys have any, any closing words, David, you want to talk about your, uh, your work that's available?
1: Um, well, if you go on to my link tree, which is available on my homepage for my Twitter, you can get, you can have access to my blog, which has a majority of my stories on it. On Amazon, you can get my book, The Feast and Other Horrifying Tales, award winning book, The Feast and Other Horrifying Tales and you can get that in audiobook, hardback, paperback, or e-copy. Excellent.
2: And don't you have an audiobook also,
1: name? Yeah, I yes. Yes, I do. It, well, that's the book, the feast, yeah. Did I say audiobook?
0: I you did. I think I, you I, I, I think did. you said audiobook.
1: Yeah. Better pay attention, John. Ah, you know.
0: Okay. <laughs> Sorry.
1: I'm just
0: yeah. Well, thanks guys. We'll uh, we'll, uh Um, I think we're going to close this out, but we appreciate everybody listening. Thanks for having me, Rod. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, guys.